You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. When your coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced... It's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com. Welcome to episode 88 of Star Wars and Scotch, and it is also the conclusion of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh. Well, there's, oh. Many, there's many feelings to discuss today and many, so many. that we're uh, going to address. Uh, but before we, Tim and I do anything, by the way, I'm Kevin East Tim. Hey. Uh, Hi. Um, we want to make sure that you have ordered your Summer Swells Nitro Cold Brew, which is available now, right now, at kingscoastcoffee.com. Now, we know you're still working through that darkness, and mm. some of you got access to the GCX one that Tim just showed. It's very yummy. But there's plenty of you that did not have either of those. So go get that summer swells. It is on sale now. Yeah, it's, it's hot as balls drop. right now. It's like being on the surface of Tatooine. So go get some nitro cold brew and, and you know, get, get into the summer swells. Yeah, we're in that weather where people come to Florida and they say, how do you live like this? I'm like, it's not like this all the time, I promise. Yeah, it's just like when I, like, you know, when we go up north and it's cold, like, how do you guys do this? I'm like, nah, it's nothing. You know, it's adaptation's a crazy thing. Forget about it. He's going to be doing a lot of Italian. Um, american accent because he got out of the shower and his hair is all slicked so yeah, i slicked it back today so you know it's gotta gotta get, gotta get some gaba ghouls and things later you know don darkness over here <laughs> anywho so go over and get that summer swells cold brew kingscoastcoffee.com yeah we're not promoting gcx that is weird so um is right it's really weird it's really weird it's very weird uh but this episode I'm going to I'm going to start off with the first thing that I've been wanting to say since I finished the episode and it was Liam Neeson you damn liar. <laughs> you damn liar. Uh, oh dude, 
when he when that little force ghost showed up, I was just yes, just screamed yes. Hands went up in the air. That was so good. I've been I was here so the whole happy time. about the reveal. We knew it. We knew he was there the whole time. It's just Obi Wan just didn't know it. Yeah, and they, I mean they they couldn't they couldn't not have him. So he just he definitely. Man, you really got to look out for that now. These actors are lying to keep secrets. I actually love it. It's great. Um, yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, but now, now, anytime someone denies it, I just assume they're in it. So now they have to say that they're in it for them to actually deny that they're, that they're not in it. Oh it's no, be really confusing. Yeah, your expectations are gonna get shattered a few times with that. So that's right. Sucks. Well, it is what it is. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, this episode was had everything Tim and I said we needed to end the episode and the series. Yeah, I mean, literally. Like, yeah, it literally covered everything, um, and it has set my expectations for more shows in the future. It covered uh, Owen's limp, Tim. I know. It I love, I love that. When he fell and he held onto his leg, I was like, well, that makes sense. Um, it just I like, actually, I, when that all started, I was like, oh, this is how Owen's going to get his limp from but Reva. It, but it explains so much as to why Owen was so protective. Yep. of luke and it's just like it it never he always felt like the crabby just grumpy uncle like the step uncle that like you know like or the step dad he was very stepdad figure in episode four um but just in those few moments it really showed how much he loves him and how much he's like no that's my that's my son um yep. it just explains so much and and I, I i tweeted about it and we'll talk about it you know in in more depth but this makes episode four for me far more emotional than i ever thought it could be all because of how this is has set it all up um and we talked about it last week that i, I saw a cool little like breakdown of, of different scenes from episode four and it makes sense like obi-wan knew that the twins were safe and so like that last scene on the death star when when ben sacrifices himself to to vader like that scene is so impactful now like he he's made sure leia was safe took her back to bail made sure luke was safe he's with Owen, but now they're growing up and it's time to to fight the Empire and fight back. So when he saw that they were together, he knew that his job was done. And so like right. that, 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 that full circle coming all the way around and having that closure now is just so impactful. Yeah. I love it. I you know, and, and even even it solidifies Luke knowing who Ben is. Yeah, he it says, does. Oh, old Ben Kenobi, the hermit who lives in the Dune Sea. You know, now that makes a lot of sense because he has met him. At did you also once. love the hello there? Hello there. Because I, I definitely did the Leonardo DiCaprio thing. I was like, ah, he said the thing. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, uh, it, 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 it set that up. It set up the Leia stuff perfectly. So you know, she knew why he, he would be the one she would call on. He said, if you ever need me again, just you know, you know where I am. Um, I'm obsessed with Bale as a dad. I, I don't know. Right? Just, I, I really like his character. He just has the best dad vibes the way he talks to her and looks at her and you know you could tell he's just like smitten with her um as we I, all are at this point as um as a, as a a dad to a to a little guy who who is becoming a little star wars fan i really want leia to have her own like kids show i want i want like the tales of of princess organa as like a kid because she is just so much fun i really didn't think that i needed her in in this whole storytelling universe that is on Disney Plus, but yeah. she's just she's fantastic. She just she really captures Leia's spirit, but she's just she's so cute. I really really there, like her. There was one point where when he pulled Lola out, where I was curious if 
somehow Lola would get broken and that would lead to like Lola becoming a part in C3PO or so like I I don't know like something like repairing one of the droids and they would use Lola's guts I I don't know but then Lola went back to Leia so I was like all right I love that she put that in her holster though I thought that was that was so oh my god I did not realize that was her mom's holster in the last episode wait that's that's that that is uh that's Tala's holster I thought that was she said he said that that was her mom's holster. That was it. It was Tala's holster. Oh, I thought it because was because that was holster. because it was it had it had the 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 markings and he said that uh, Roken found it before they left. Uh, okay, I missed that. All right. Yeah, so that was that was Tala's and it had all of the stormtrooper um, marks on it for everyone that she killed. That's what that inlay was. Okay, mm-hmm. now that makes way more sense. But now I want to go back and look and see if that holster shows up anywhere else in the original trilogy of, like, that holster was what she had when she was on Hoth. I don't know. Now I want to go back and look and see what, what uh, Carrie Fisher was wearing. Because if, if she has a leather holster, then it's like, ah, there's she, a fun little connect. She has it in Return of the Jedi when they're on Endor. There is a holster in Return of the Jedi, but, but I don't black. know the same. Yeah, okay. Not, so there's it's gotta be a brown one. So Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm I Googled Leia Holster and I'm looking now. Yeah, there's so it, Okay. We've gotta we've got I guess we've gotta start from the beginning, huh? Whatever, we never do. We never do. But the 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 opening scene was just so emotional for me. The whole like I don't know why, but every time that Ben and Leia have a heart to heart, I just it just hits me right in the heartstrings. And I think it's just because it's just like the whole just like it feels like a dad to daughter experience. Um, mm-hmm. But that whole like it felt like he was just breaking her heart. The whole like I have to go. And she and she had this 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 inclination that he wasn't coming back. Mm-hmm. And so like that that right there was just so impactful. And again, when he meets back up with her at the end and he has this heart to heart and tells her about the characteristics of her mother and of her father. I'm just crying. I'm just like, this is so much. I just like that. All of those scenes, any time that they have been together through the entirety of the series, I have just just fallen in love with it more and more and more. And I didn't really realize that I needed like dad Obi-Wan. He's that uncle grandpa figure that, you know, they're never going to have outside of him. So it's important, um, especially for Leia, I think, because it really bridges the gap with Leia's character. And, you know, we've spent the last decade or so really adding to Leia's story and making it more part of the saga. And that's important because she is such a major figure. And, you know, if you just look at the original trilogy, there's like that hint that she might have the force or that she can use the force. Yeah. Uh, Man, they really gave it to her in episode eight though. The Mary Poppins scene just does not sit well with me. Well, the Mary Poppins scene, but I'm talking about the the training flashbacks are more meaningful than the Mary Poppins scene. I agree. Um, um, you know, cause that's her training with Luke. And I thought that was, you know, very important. So that, that part I'm fine with the Mary Poppins scene I could do without, but the, that's a whole other, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah, no, then we're not going to get into the Holdo maneuver and the scientific. Mm-mm, don't start me. I will go off sorry, on a tangent. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's important for Obi-Wan to, be that figure to her and for him to be in her memory because now when stuff goes south in episode four you know help us obi-wan kenobi you're our only hope makes a lot more sense 
other than Bale being like, well, there's this old guy I know on Tatooine that could probably yeah. help. You know, also, now, when, Luke, when Luke opens the door and says, I'm here with Ben Kenobi, and when she's like, Ben Kenobi? Like, I mean, and so now, you know, in the storytelling that we've, you know, we've, we've filled it all up, like that level of excitement, she's like, oh my God, he's here. I haven't yeah. seen him in 10 years. Yep. Yep. So it, it really ties it all together and makes it more. And it left room open if they did want us to do a second series, you know, for other adventures to happen. Maybe he doesn't see Leia during those adventures and he's off doing other stuff. I, I have to say, I don't think we're going to get another season. I'm okay with that. Yeah, the way, that, that. the way that this all ended, even though we didn't get to see, like, the trials and we didn't get to see, like, the really fun, like, the stuff that you and I would, like, really love, the overall generic Star Wars fan doesn't really care, I don't think. I don't think they care about those minute details. Um, no. We understand that it happens. Like, seeing Qui-Gon gives us the closure that we need to go, okay, he's on his path. We know that, that this is where it, it goes to get to the end. I thought it was funny too. We got the Emperor as well. And oh, it was, was the, so good. It was Ian McDermott. And the best part was like he basically was saying, like, your feelings are betraying you, Lord Vader. Uh and then Vader like sucked it up and was like and then that pan out was just fantastic. Okay. Let's talk about this. I think we're gonna get a Vader show. I hope so. I think the way that that scene ends is them hinting at a, at a Vader show because when he, when he goes and says like, I only serve you master, that was bullshit. He's lying oh, to his course. face 100% because of the Vader comics. And so like, I think it would be silly for them not to capture all of Vader's crazy adventures. He does all this nutty stuff. Why not? Why not showcase it? The lightsaber action in this episode alone was phenomenal. Give us well, we more got of that. Give us the dark, gritty lightsaber just, just cutting through stuff and being pissed off Vader. I want that. We got the YouTube lightsaber fight that you predicted. Uh-huh. Between oh, my the two God. Of them. It was so it was, good. It was so ph phenomenal. And, you know, Obi-Wan getting his full strength back and just teaching Anakin a damn lesson again. Oh, boy. I haven't seen. I don't think we've have we ever seen Vader humbled like that outside of the Emperor in Episode Six in any form of media getting his limbs chopped off as anakin but that was as anakin it. yeah but vader actually getting his ass kicked like that um, i don't think we've ever seen that i mean like of... yeah i mean ahsoka caught him in the face but that wasn't really anything no obi-wan uh, beat him we, a need, lot. we do need to talk about that though um, that's what i that's what i said was gonna happen was yeah but, gonna the, but there's a detail though that i think is really really interesting that i've Go noticed ahead. there's a couple pictures but um as far as like combat goes no and that and that leads into the line of last week the last time that we were together i was but the the learner and uh, i was the padawan calls so the, him master when he buries him mm -hmm. and so like he still doesn't see him as as superior to obi-wan yep. um the whole the whole going super saiyan i didn't think that i was I, I didn't think i needed that but that was really really cool to see him lead into his emotions because that's what it was it wasn't him it it, it wasn't him like powering up it was him tapping it more into the emotional side like he was he was kind of i don't want to say he was going towards like i guess he was leaning more into his passion i guess more more of those like those those qualities that makes obi-wan who he is he was probably so like, that was really cool i should have listened to master windu a long time ago yeah exactly it's like it's not like he was going to the dark side but it, like he was 
he was leaning into those things that Jedi you always say are bad, you know, like to love and to have passion to all those things or attachment. And so it's like he is attached to the children because he understands even even when he looks at Luke at the end, he's like, he needs to be a boy. Like that's that's him going against what he thought was was the right thing to do in the beginning. And I think he kind of he started to understand, like, look at how it was with Satine, right? The 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 ability to love something, to to care for something again. You know, once Satine died and he lost Anakin, what was the point? You know, and once he leaned back into his emotions, it seemed like that what's is what he needed to go to the next level. Um, one point going back to Luke, you got to give props to Baru because she was probably, if not more fierce than Uncle Owen, like she fought tooth and nail to protect him too. So, and she's not even related. Like we know Owen's the step brother of Anakin. Baru married into this and she's still yeah. like, she's taking it very seriously and understands her charge. So props to Baru. Cause she, she fought like hell too, to protect him. She, feel, she felt like to me, she had a little bit of military training. She was, I was like, who the hell is this woman? She got, yeah, she was no. like, we have to take position. She'll come at night. You know, I was like, oh, okay. I'm this, like, she has military training. This is I'm interesting. Like, That's the same lady, Luke. Yeah, right. She's just, she's just cooking away. She's like, everything's fine. Yeah, no, she's a badass. She probably keeps does, a freaking blaster on her hip at all times now. Does that make, um, does that make their death scene in episode four? Do you think they kind of fought their way out a little, or at least tried to fight their way out? I'm sure. No, I'm sure the stormtroopers. Like, it wasn't easy. Right, exactly. So that's my thought too. Is like, okay, it wasn't just some slaughter. Like in my in my head now, we don't see it, but they fought tooth and nail until until the very end. No, it was it was uh, it that was that was an awesome part of, of the yeah. show. And I kept going like, how the hell are they gonna get out of this? Obi Wan's not even on the planet, you know. Uh, but it, Reva's Reva's better nature took over because she didn't want to commit the same exact act that she was getting revenge for. Yeah, that um, was um. That was that was interesting, and so it, it kind of plays into those rumors. I feel like that we we had talked about a few weeks ago that um, she was supposed to die, but instead they they allowed her character to live on so that she can be a part of something else going forward. And and I can see that. I mean, like she's she's definitely making a lot of waves within the industry. I think um, she has a, she's a very strong uh, female character, uh, and you know she's gone through a lot recently with all the racist comments, which is which is absolutely terrible and so i think it's you know good for her if she does actually get a more uh more lead role in a in a following show or at least gets to, to be a part she, another show i mean she could, because, she could show up in bad batch like yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of room for her now um the same as like we, we do have rumors of a of a uh, apparently a jedi fallen order show uh showing up a a uh a kyle kestis uh could could be getting his own tv show uh, that was this started rumor. I saw that rumor going yesterday. Um, mm -hmm. that that uh, who's the uh, who's the actor? Um, uh, Domin uh, Cameron Monaghan. Yeah, so he just apparently signed on for a live action Kyle Kestis show. Um, and so it's and we know that this is right around the exact same time as Obi Wan. We know Jedi Fallen Order two or Jedi Survivor is is five years after the first one, which puts you right up against Obi Wan. So for so for Reva to show up in you know, Survivor or to show up in a live action show with him now makes a lot of sense. 
Also, um, Roken. Roken 100% is going to be showing up oh, in no, uh, the Cassian Andor show. Yep, I was just about to say that. They set Roken up for Andor. Like, it was like a softball oh underhand. God. Like, here you go. You'll yeah, see he just goes, I'm just getting started. It was yep. like, he's going to be in the first freaking episode of Andor at this point. Yep, I guarantee you he's going to be talking to Cassian very early on in that show. I love his character, by the way. He is He's fantastic. I love his character because he's flawed in a good way. He very is much not so. so absolutely like gung-ho, like, yeah, the rebellion against the Empire. He's scared because he understands yeah. the ramifications of what being a rebel means. And right. that is what we're – I think we're going to see more of that in Andor too is like – We've always been this like, yeah, screw the empire. You know, everyone thinks of World War II and the people that fought against the Nazis in Europe. No, it was like underground networks and people were very terrified. Like yeah. it was not this like <laughs> open like, yeah, let's fight against the Nazis. Like, no, it was not. It was very terrifying for those people. So I think, you know, and we glorify it, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, what is it? Uh, quarterback, couch quarterback uh, from years later. Like, oh, oh yeah, sure, no, look, yeah. Look at these heroes, you know, da, da, da. like when you're when you're there and in it, like it's absolutely terrible. Even Obi-Wan said he was scared on the ship to Leia. Um, oh, yeah. But he, so, he knew there was something that he had to do. So I think I think uh, characters like Broken being real are important. And I like that Star Wars is getting into things like the mental health issues that have developed from what we've seen in the past. And they're getting into things like, you know, the rebellion was not this this like rah rah let's go get the empire it was like coordinated subversive guerrilla warfare ter yeah. like, terrorism as they called it in the mandalorian you know um if, if from the empire's perspective so i'm roken represents all of that to me and that's why i'm excited to see where his character goes he could show up in bad batch again he's another one he can show up in andor um there's plenty of opportunities for roken to you know be that person as that's part of the rebellion so i'm excited for that yeah 100 percent like overall, like this was this episode for me was just the perfect way to it, it was like the bow, you know, it was just like yep. it was the perfect way to just to package it all up and just be like, nope, there you go. This is this is how we we fix a lot of I wouldn't I don't want to say fix. And I was thinking about this as I was getting ready this morning. I, I don't want to say that Lucas did a poor job at at giving us the initial story for Star Wars. I think by accident, he told it in a disjointed way so that more stories could be told later on. And if and if he like or if he truly designed it that way, then this man's a genius. If he, he designed it, it in a way, yeah, I don't think there's I don't think he did this on purpose, but it ended up working out for him really really well. He he didn't give a lot of backstory to these really interesting characters that just show up and you're like, "Oh, they're fun and then now they're gone." And now, now, you know, so many years later, we are able to get those those backstories that we've always wanted that helps really give you the completed picture and we've we've said this time and time again star wars is a disjointed story and it's really hard to follow along do you and, have the comic of the original story of the original idea no i don't i gotta buy that for you i'll get it for you for your birthday um okay it's really cool it changes every, how you see it. it it goes in line with what you're talking about with lucas like this was not his original vision. Like Zeb is based off of the original sketches for Chewie. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Zeb Zeb looks like Chewie looks in, you know, some of the the original sketches and some of the the, you know, Jabba was supposed to be a human. He was Anakin, yeah, well, he was a human in episode four. Anakin was supposed to be the hero of the story. You know, the Jedi Knights were supposed to be way more like samurai. There was no Sith. 
all of the stuff. So it, it, he definitely stumbled ass up into all of this. And he said, I've heard him in interviews say, like, I never could have imagined it becoming this. And yeah. I think now, and even even me, when I, you know, sit down and I get creative with, you know, some of the storytelling we're working on here, I think about world building because that's the future of media. That's where it's going. Everyone is buying these IPs. Netflix bought the Narnia IP. Amazon owns Lord of the Rings. Um, you know, Disney owns Star Wars and Marvel and probably DC soon. Um, <laughs> so... I mean, yay! I really, I mean, I'm so hopeful I'm for DC it. if that actually happens because that means that DC Universe will finally get the treatment it deserves. Yeah, because then Kevin Feige can just be the head of uh, superhero storytelling instead Forever. of Marvel. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'd prefer that to, you know, like psychopath Flash stealing twelve year olds. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, it's that was no. Just get the guy from the TV show to play Flash. We'll be good. Um, so. You know, that's that's the future of storytelling. And I don't think in 1970, whatever, when George started working on this, yeah. that this this in 2022, that people have podcasts, fan conventions, they yeah. still care. They still care. Think about that for him. Like, even though he sold it and he got rid of it, you don't think he sits there and he's like critiques every little thing. Like, I would have done it that way. I Maybe I would have. You know him on the set of Mandalorian. We showed the pictures when we when we covered it of of holding Grogu. Yeah, it's it's like the 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 beginning and where we are now meeting together. So you know, even though he's not involved, I'm sure he's really happy where it did go. But this was not never his intention from day one yeah. for it to get where it got today. But I, I, it's just it, it's so cool that now we get to we get to experience it in in the entirety that I feel like. It was intended, or at least it, it. Like now, it feels like this was this was the intended way for me. Like now, I'm just like, oh, this is cool. And before, I used to hate it. Before, I used to hate the whole idea of like, well, I've got to go read a book, or now I've got to go get a comic, or now I've got to go, you know, watch this or or you know, read up on this on the internet. But it's just it it just goes to show, at least for me, that I have come to maybe just because I'm getting older. Uh, I really enjoy these just these small segmented stories that we get to these characters that we've come to to know and love over so many years um the that's the cover of the graphic novel i'm gonna get it for you for your birthday um Nick. so the 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 we've talked about it before but the 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 storytelling is going to continue through disney plus like movies will be few and far between now because I'm, I'm happy about that I'm totally fine with that because they can't do the Marvel thing. The Marvel thing is movie, TV show, movie, TV show. And it works very well for Marvel. But Marvel is not Star Wars. And when Disney bought Star Wars, they assumed that they could do the same exact thing and it would just print them money. But now they have finally learned yeah. we need to tell these stories in a much different way. And the world reacts very well to live action Disney+. Plus being the home for storytelling the animated stuff being where the real geeks can get their lore dumps and all of that fun stuff yeah and then the comics and the books are like where the deep 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 divers are gonna go right. to get their fix and then the movies will just be tent poles for more storytelling that's how this is gonna work going forward like you're gonna get at some point you will get a revan movie probably in the 2030s would be my guess or the end of this decade you'll get revan movies but all of the storytelling that will come out of that will then go to Disney Plus and go, you know, animated, yeah. regular, like 
they don't want I, I understand the cadence now and i understand why you know we haven't gotten a revan movie or anything like that because they're still telling the skywalker saga and they still want to fill in the blanks i know that years ago we were like this is the goodbye to the skywalker saga it really wasn't it's now we're going to fill in the blanks well it was a way. goodbye to the cinematic it was the cinema, yeah. the the movie experience of the skywalker saga is dead but now we get these awesome stories in a much longer format. We're getting essentially, oh my God, like what, like five movies essentially for one character, four movies. Yeah. When you, when you like compile all of the time together. Yep. So it's just, I, like, honestly, if we get a Star Wars movie anytime soon, I will, I won't be happy about it because I've just come to really, really enjoy these, these segmented episodes it's just like it just feels really really good that's because you and i'll have to rent a theater to get the full experience that we want <laughs> i guess so it's just like it just i i guess for me i really like character development and that's why it's always frustrating when people bitch about like the first movie of a trilogy it's like no the first movie is going to be it's going to be drawn out it's going to be boring at times because you have to come to understand the character you need time to feel compassion and you have to you need time to connect with that character and so it like these episodes like filler episodes are great ways of having a lot of fun and also getting connected to the character without feeling like you got cheated because you're like okay this episode out of the entire series wasn't great but the entire series was fun as a whole and and for a lot of people when they go and watch a movie they're like this movie sucked ass and like why it's because it was boring well what was boring about it they talked too much well, why are they talking? Well, they were kind of there. We were learning about the character and you hated that. Like it, that for me is so frustrating. And so that's why with these, with these star Wars stories, because they're so intricate, because they're so deep, because there's, you know, things like movies and comic books, I really feel like this is how you get the full star Wars experiences through this, this type of storytelling. And so it's kind of bring this, this subject of to full circle. I don't want another star Wars movie. I really don't. Like I have no it. want for a Star Wars movie. And if they do do a movie, I'd rather I'd want it to go to Disney Plus, not to theaters. I don't want it in the, yeah, it just there's it. This doesn't feel like it's getting the Hollywood treatment. You know, the it's, last it, the last Star Wars movie that I saw in a theater. I don't think you saw Rogue One with us, did you? No, that was the last one that I was like, I got that cinematic experience that made me feel like a kid seeing, you know, Phantom I would have, Edith I would have to agree with you. Rogue One was, but that I was liked Rogue one. one because Rogue One was a completely different style of Star Wars storytelling. It was dark. It was adult. It felt like it was meant for adults the entire way through. It didn't feel like the the cartooniness of the of the prequels. Um, it just it felt unique and different, and I think that's why we we felt so different about that compared to like solo uh or even like episode nine so well it was all new characters too we didn't know right. any of them and that and that's what taika watiti's movie is gonna be he's like you know i actually have the quote right here he said i don't think i'm any use in the star wars universe making a film where everyone's like oh cool that's chewy's grandmother i would like to make something new uh i would like to take something new create some new characters and just expand the world even further see now that, that's to me that's cool because for then movies. that movie from that movie then stems more shows. That's what, and that's what I mean about the tent poles. Right, the movies exactly. are now going to be the tent poles, and then the storytelling will surround those movies, and then it will make the movie more meaningful. To your point, too, about you know, folks in the, when, it, when you begin a trilogy and they're like, start complaining about story and stuff. 
that's the one thing I fear with the new Game of Thrones show and Rings of Power coming sure. out. Yeah. Is that these shows are going to be multiple seasons. And Game of Thrones right off the bat is going to get judged off of its last season, even though it's years in the past and, you know, has nothing to do with that. It's sure. different directors and different showrunners, but people immediately are going to be like, oh, I don't have an order. And then Rings of Power, that's a whole other can of worms, but it's going to be the same thing. Where's and, Frodo? And, but the, the thing with Rings of Power, too, is, and this comes back to Star Wars, is there's so many new characters that you have to meet in Rings of Power. So yeah. many new ones because Tolkien just like, He's like, here's new character that I am introducing you to. Yeah. Not going to give you much backstory. But if you read this encyclopedia of Middle Earth, you will get right. all the information you need. And the Cimmerillion is rough. Right. But that and, you know, it goes hand in hand with Star Wars on a, on a Star Wars, I would say, is a more general level. But, you know, like you said, with Vader, the Vader show now makes sense because now people that have not consumed any other media have seen a side of Vader that they've never seen before. And they're like, oh, my God, he is he's a badass. And now we'll talk about the, the helmet scene in one second. Now that you've seen that, yeah. that takes it even further because now a Vader show makes sense because now we can tell the stories they can take from the YouTube fan video where he goes and visits Padme, Padme's tomb on Naboo. You know, you could take from the comics where he's meeting Dr. Aphra and, you know, hunting for Sith relics and all of this stuff and traveling around and on his own agenda and his own yeah. business. Because now, like you said, what he said to the emperor was absolute horseshit oh, so and a half. Dude. Oh my God. He, he if you don't think the, the emperor time. knows that too, like, please, the, oh, emperor, the emperor knows he's bullshit. What's so cool about the emperor right now is that he's doubting everyone. Everyone. Everyone is against him. He is, he's going through the, the same thing that you see in history time and time again with these, these crazy leaders and, and, dictators and at some point the power goes to their head and they have these, these they think that they're going to have power struggles amongst their their ranks it's it's nuts and so it's perfect it's just great yep. storytelling so um the helmet scene um, oh god Kevin. it happened exactly like i said it would once he started throwing the rocks i was like the mask is come the mask is going to come down off I, something so so did you notice what side of the mask got cut off it would be his the left side of his face Okay, do you know what side of his mask got cut off when he fought Ahsoka? No, I didn't look at that. Okay, Is so right? in this fight, in this fight, the left side gets cut off. Okay. In the Ahsoka fight, the right side gets cut. Okay. What happens when Anakin and Luke say goodbye? The whole thing's off. Entire mask is off. Ah, uh, I see what you're saying. What 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 did Obi Wan and Ahsoka both try to do that they they couldn't do? Turn him back. What did Luke do? Turned him back. That's when he was Anakin again. I agreed. Agreed. So both. So both. So I think I think it's a little bit deeper when you when it it, it kind of goes back to your whole like the eye changing and whatnot. They weren't able to do that in this. They just they used lighting. He wasn't. He wasn't fully changed right he wasn't at that point that ahsoka sees him so i think what would happen there is he, you still get that full anakin when he when he sees him he's anakin you know and that whole apology i lost it dude i cried when he when he apologized oh, that just, was rough you ewan's face captured it all again ewan has done a phenomenal job of just just capturing emotion with his face and and that is just the signs of a, a, a phenomenal actor um, and so like that uh, entire apology was it it hurt because at the end, Anakin didn't Anakin was gone when he said. And, and so that entire sequence makes so much more sense. And it's not Ben talking in riddles. It's Ben talking 
like he's he's saying what Anakin told him. Anakin's dead. I killed him. When Anakin, when when Ben is talking to Luke in his house and says that he killed your father, he's right. He did because that's what Anakin told him on that at at that meeting. And so it's just like again, it just full circles back into it. And when we are all like, oh, Ben just talks in riddles. No, Ben, he wasn't talking in riddles. He was talking from someone who's still facing or going through the 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 emotions of losing someone. Yep. And so, you know, Vader, Vader killed Anakin. Yep. Um, so I thought that was really cool. Um, I saw that picture comparison. Someone had put like the right and left. And I was like, oh, shit, that. And then then you think about it. The helmet's completely gone when Luke t- turns him back and he's Anakin once more. So yeah. I, I thought that was really, really cool. I liked how they played with the lighting because you can't really do the eye color IRL and make it as as noticeable. Oh, but his eyes were amber. It was it was really. Oh no, cool. you saw you saw the amber, but they couldn't uh-huh. do the the color switching like yeah, they did yeah, with yeah, Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, so I really I also liked- think that he wasn't Anakin then when he when Anakin saw Ahsoka, it was a completely different experience than when Anakin saw Obi Wan um, yeah. with the mask off. I think I think with Ahsoka. It was more so that whole he got it from the other point of view. He it was him the master to his apprentice, whereas he is the apprentice to his master. And so it's it's again it's that whole like child, also, it's that father and son kind of a, kind of thing where he's 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 so pissed off at him and he can't he can't see anything but him. And then when he saw Ahsoka, he experienced all those connections, the the love and compassion weakness. and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. He was. He was Anakin in his he mind. Gave, he gave back into the light for that that quick second. Right, because with Obi Wan, Obi Wan, you know, and he did say, you know, uh, you didn't kill Anakin. I yeah, did. I did. That was so good. Um, but with Obi Wan, you know, that's the reason he's in the suit in his mind. Um, whether it's true or not, you know, that's a whole other debate. But with with Ahsoka, you know, that's your Padawan. You were responsible for her. So on mm-hmm. one side, he can say Obi Wan was responsible for me, but on the other side, he was responsible for her. Yeah, that so was I'm snips. Sh- yeah, so I'm sure it hurt more with Ahsoka than it than the anger he had for Obi Wan. Oh, for sure. Um, and then obviously Luke is his son, so that's going to yeah. be a whole other can of worms. So it was interesting. Um, the way they they did the lighting, and I think they did it well with what he was saying and when his lightsaber was on and off, and you know how they shaded his face or, or colored his face with with the lighting. So um, that was a good way to do it um, and, and have it make sense. I, I just I I thought it was amazing that Obi Wan literally kicked his ass again. Um, it, was, it was good, and they even did the high ground nod when he buried him because Anakin was standing up there. You know, like I thought they were gonna make a high ground comment. Yeah, now I have the high ground. Some, yeah, I was waiting. <laughs> yeah, that would have been really like good. <laughs> but um, uh, uh, you know, they 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 just did nods constantly with that. Hello there, the Emperor, Qui Gon. So um um yeah, and it, it was uh also yes, uh, Paul just brought up that he did do his his traditional lightsaber stance. Yeah, he did the, the whole the two fingers out and everything. Yep. It was it was really good and and it was cool when he when he went Super Saiyan. Um, you know, even like his, it, it, uh, there was f- several moves that you saw him use in episode three, like the spin behind the back. Um, and even just, just the, the, the elegance of the fight was just so Obi-Wan and like, it was just, it was very, very fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, at one point he, he, I thought he had him cause he used the force to like hold his lightsaber in place. And then Obi-Wan did that thing behind the back spun mm-hmm. and then they like, crossed again. I was like, Oh, this is, 
This is a good one. Again, it, it, really, just, it didn't take the cake for me. It's not number one. No, it's, it's, it definitely it's isn't. It is, it is very good. Uh, a, Vader, a Vader fight will never be elegant because of just the way that he is, the way that he has to fight because of the way that it was dictated in, in the original trilogy. You have to hold true to the way he fights like Luke in episode six. It's a lot of heavy strikes. It's not pretty. You're not going to get flips like you do with Maul or, or Ahsoka. And, and so in, 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 a, in a live action, especially with these, these older gentlemen uh, as they are, you also have to add into the fact of, you know, it needs to feel believable for when they go into fighting in episode four, right? Like episode four is just two guys just kind of just like tapping at each other because the theory is they're playing mind games at that point. Um, so like, that's the, that's the thing is like, I think they, they handled that fight in a way where it's, it was very sexy. It was very attractive. It was like, Oh, ah, it was, it was really fun to watch, but it still held true to, um, that style that the kind of carries across into when we see them fight again in episode four. Finn really liked the episode, Tim. Oh, FN2187. This is my puppy. His name is Finn, FN2187. Tim is the only one that calls him by his his FN code every time he walks in my house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everyone else calls him Finn. Tim calls I have him to FN. address him by his imperial uh, name. So this is Finn. He's my uh, my Star Wars dog. Um, but uh, and he, it's because he looks like a stormtrooper. If you can't tell, he's black and white for you audio listeners. Um, so what what where does this series stand for you in all of the disney plus series that we have now like is it is it your favorite is it just up there i don't like rating things yeah but this one this one was special this one this one's different you know it's not it's not mando it's not boba fett it this this was a very special series um for me this is this is essentially a movie um we got an obi-wan movie and so I will hold this up there as probably a, one of one of the best pieces of Star Wars content that we have ever received. It's just it it, it was perfect. I in my I, I tweeted about it. I I said that the Obi Wan finale in of itself is a masterpiece. Um, Deborah Chow can can direct any piece of Star Wars content and 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 just make it amazing. And in, in my opinion, I loved every episode that she's ever done for Mando, um, and and for her to take on something so big as obi-wan and give it the the treatment that it deserved um you know it's like star wars isn't a religion but it has a lot of of passionate people that that love it to death and so i think that that she and and dave filoni um just came in and just and, and gave it the reverence it deserved and it, i i love it like there is like honestly this this is this will be something that i will add into my star wars watch like when i want to watch the entire star wars story there are like i could skip over like clone wars i could skip through a lot of rebels but um obi-wan will will always be something that i will add into the lineup because this is just it's a perfect story and it just it it it's just like when 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 rogue one ended and and it it's the scene from episode four and we're just like oh they did it it's just a, it's a perfect drop off into the movie this is a perfect drop off into episode four as well. This is just another piece of Star Wars storytelling that is just a must for Star Wars fans. Agreed. And now we have Andor to look forward to, but we don't have to wait like seven months. Like it's yeah, dude, literally it's like around the corner. Away. It's two months away. Yeah. I, dude, it, but are Andor, so follow me here. Andor mm -hmm. is Friday. I think it comes out on a Friday. Sure. 
Game of Thrones comes out that Sunday. I'm not doing spoiler cast for Game of Thrones. No, I'm well, talking about for sure. my pure, my pure enjoyment. Got it. Okay. Ring of Power is literally a week and a half after that. And Kevin, you might have to go see a doctor if you're nerve. I'm gonna have a nerdgasm, Tim. It's yeah. gonna be serious. Yeah. If it lasts for more than four hours, it could be a problem. <laughs> The one thing that I'm worried about with with Andor is that Obi-Wan has set the bar so high. What happens next? Like new they characters, have the, I won't say new, not characters that we don't have much story about do way better when they first launch. Sure. Mandalorian is proof of that. So, uh, people want stories that don't include people we know. Yeah, so we'll They're get Haja. Right, we're start we're start for it. Yeah, like that's what people want. They want more Star Wars, but they don't want it to be surrounded by Luke Skywalker. Obi Wan was the exception because Vader was because in it. Everyone, yeah, but everyone loves Obi Wan. Like he is like, for, and, and a lot of people who grew up watching the Clone Wars, you know, like, and that's a big reason of it is that Obi Wan's character became this this uh, this icon, you know, this icon that people fell in love with because of Clone Wars because he's just like it, his character in that is just phenomenal. And they were able to carry that across into live action. I, I, I think Andor is going to do well. It won't do what Obi-Wan just did. I mean, like you have star power there and, and nostalgia and all things that Andor could never even do. So I think that the sell is that it's, it's going to be a bunch of new characters in a familiar location, in a situation we know, but a story we've never heard before. Yeah. Again, it's it's going back to what I said earlier in the episode about the rebellion. Like these heroes are glorified from World War II. Because in case you didn't notice, a lot of the inspiration for Star Wars, the Empire, and everything stems from what was happening in Europe during World War II. Um, so you have this, but the we've never seen the nitty gritty. We've never yeah. seen how ugly it got. You know, and Cassian says in Rogue One, "I've had to do terrible things." Yeah, we are going to see the terrible things that he did, you know, to to save people. And again, it goes back to what the the Imperial, the First Order, is it First Order yet? No, they're not First Order yet. The Imperial officer says to to them in the ship in Mandalorian when he says he calls them a bunch of terrorists. Like, yeah, you're going to see that play out sure. in Andor, and that's that's what I'm excited for because it's going to be that whole side of Star Wars that we know what happens, we know how it ends we've never seen the story play out and that's that is i think going to be the hook for people in the sure. way that mandalorian hooked him where it has nothing to do with the force it has nothing to do with lightsabers it's going to be about you know crushing fascism which is a hot topic right now yeah and that's what everyone's going to be all about so yeah. i'm excited for it and i think it's going to do very well personally so i think we'll we'll definitely see haja in in roken again in Cassian I think I think that's I think that's where we'll see them is is in Andor I can see that I, I, I really I like it also like I mean and Hodge's character I mean like he's he's fantastic and he we really only got to see him for like what like two episodes it, so it, it, like we got to see him like play out as as uh Kamal Najiani you know as an actor we got to enjoy him for one episode the rest it was kind of yeah. just him paying penance for what he had done I'm also but, ready for him to like take off his robe. That guy is swole. He's ripped. Did you see how he looked like for Immortals? He, oh got, my he God. got ripped for that he movie. Was, oh, okay. Just real quick sidetrack. 
his workout regimen or his his diet was phenomenal. They put him on a dirty bulk. So all he had to do, he could eat whatever he wanted. He just ha- they had to make sure that he got 40 grams of protein every meal. So he just ate he just ate trash and also had protein. So he got really really fat and then and then cut and this guy just turned into a freaking monster. It was just the transformation was wild. So I think he a, a, hated a, it. Yeah, he said it was terrible, but a bulked out uh Haja would be awesome in and he has a podcast with his wife. I've listened to it for years. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. I think he just changed to a new one during pandemic. They called it "Staying In" with Emily and Camille. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, they they've had podcasts together for years, and I've listened to it. But yeah, he hate he hated 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 getting ripped for that role. Um, as so as many was people fun, do. Though. <laughs> getting fat was okay. I mean, yeah, I'm working on that now. I'm cultivating mass. <laughs> nice, dude. Excited for um, your bulk. Yeah, man. It's, I've actually <laughs> eaten really well, and that's the only reason I haven't gotten fat during all of this. Um, but uh um yeah, I mean Andor I'm um I think is gonna be a huge hit. I think my only worry is what's happening to Miss Marvel now. Does Andor get buried by rings of power like halfway through? I don't think so. We'll see. I think I think the Star I think the Star Wars fandom is like we we always say it's a Venn diagram. Like, yes, it does intersect with a lot of other shows that are going on right now, but Star Wars fans are pretty pretty damn loyal, um, and I think a lot of people will will connect with with Andor because they saw Rogue One. So I I think that I think that's I think it's gonna be fine. I am where I think Miss Marvel isn't doing hot because it's not a primary Marvel character. Um, we've seen that like only the, the the primary characters that we saw on on the big screen are doing well. Um, all of these ancillary characters are. Eh, they're not getting the they're not getting the the love I feel like they deserve. Moon Knight did time. very well. Moon, yeah, but but a lot of people knew the actor. Like he was, uh, I forget Star his Wars. name, but Oscar yeah, he's, he's Oscar Isaac was in Star Wars. He's in Dune. Um, like I think everyone was was excited to watch Moon Knight because of him, and then they got hooked to the story. I think Miss Marvel too. I haven't watched it yet because um, I'm still three shows behind. But I think Miss Marvel will play out. It's very similar in a Star Wars storytelling way. In the bigger picture, Kevin Feige announced yesterday that they're going to reveal the next big MCU arc. Um, so whoever the new villain is going to be, it might be Kang, we don't know. Um, and, you know, the storytelling that's going to take place over like 10, 15, 20 movies um, to to culminate the same way that we did with uh, Endgame. So uh, we'll see what that's going to be like. And I think she'll play, probably play. Because that to me, that's what they're doing. They're setting up the next crop of Avengers well, sure. Yeah, you have Kate in Hawkeye, and like I, I liked that because I thought he got it. I think they closed off his story really, really well. And he was um, done being Hawkeye, like he. Yeah, and that, but that was the whole point. It was I, I thought it was funny because like I, Amy and I went and watched it. We're like, this is great. Why are they get shit on? And, and it's just, I think it was just timing. I think that's really what it came down to. And, and a lot of people just didn't care about that story. But to your point, I think they will care about that story once these people show up on on the big screen. Oh, let me go back and watch Hawkeye again. Exactly. You know, or let me go exactly. see Miss Marvel and see what what Kamal is all about. So. And that's the beauty of streaming television is, you know, even with Star Wars now, be like, oh, you like to fight between Obi-Wan and Vader? You should go watch Rebels so you can, you know, you can experience Ahsoka and Vader in the same manner, um, especially not people know who Ahsoka is. That's another big thing. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's it's exciting to see where we're headed. Uh, Bad Batch, hopefully before the end of the year as well. We haven't heard a date yet, I don't think, but. That could be also the, the you know the last bit of content that we get this year um, before Mando comes out in February. I think they said. Yep, yep, February of next year. 
Yeah. So, I mean, we got plenty of Star Wars coming and, you know, new High Republic book. I'm uh, I'm still hanging out with Thrawn and Anakin looking for Padme. Oh, geez. <laughs> that gets really good. I, need, I want to... Um... I do. I, I want to go and get the uh, the the journals of Obi Wan because I want to go through more of that because I feel like there's going to be some like especially like now that we we we've gotten to Qui Gon, I want to know what happens next, and then I need to get caught up on on Vader comics too. So like for me, those are the two things that I want to focus on while we're kind of like in this little Star Wars lull, and then I got to finish Ascendancy as well and Brotherhood. Yeah. Oh my God, there's so much Star Wars stuff to do. Yeah, I tried reading another book and I was like, I don't have time. I got to go finish yeah. Star Wars. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's. Uh... I've got some homework. Yeah, I want to do some more Vader comics after this as well. So maybe we'll uh, we'll touch on that next week. But that's but that's so it. exciting. Like this 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 episode for me has like reignited my want to go ca get caught up on that material because like there's just there's so much story left to tell. Yep, agreed. I mean it's it's huge. And now, I mean like you said at the top of the show, now Reva's out there somewhere in in yeah, the, the mix. So like there's there's like a I don't want to say Inquisitor Civil War, but there's a rogue Inquisitor out there. And that makes things exciting for the Inquisitory. And we also don't know how the Inquisitory ends. I'm really, I, that is one of my biggest questions in all of Star Wars. How do they, they just disappear at some point before A New Hope. So what happens? So I'm really. Yeah, interested. like why didn't, why didn't they want to rebuild the program uh, during yeah, Rebels? Some, yeah. Does Vader get angry one day and just slaughter them all? Like, you know, I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll hopefully see at some point in the near future, but um Thank you for listening, watching Star Wars and Scotch. We appreciate you. We'll be back next week for episode 89, where I guess we're going to be talking about comics and books because uh, that seems to be what Tim and I are going to be uh, <laughs> up to this week. Uh, I have my homework cut out for me with the Vader comics. I want to catch up on those. Uh, but you can check out Timmy's Darkness 429 everywhere on the internet. You can watch him stream on fb.gg slash darkness429 Monday through Friday, 9 a.m.-ish Eastern Standard Time. Everything I do is on raredrop.co. We are Star Wars and Scotch. You can follow us on Facebook or you can follow us on Twitter, Star Wars Scotch. Uh, you could go to Rare Drop Entertainment on YouTube and check out our show and all the other shows on our network, Bromance Show, Comics. Comics has a lot to talk about lately, too. Um, at JCX, they revealed one of the new Star Wars comics. I believe it was a few panels. Um, uh, I was walking by. I couldn't really hear. I was Look working. Look at us um yeah Star for, Wars drops yeah we got GCX. permission from marvel it was wild um so uh uh so make sure you're listening to matt and frank over at comics and uh as always we thank you make sure you get your summer swells kingscoastcoffee.com nitro cold brew is out right this second meaning as soon as you hear my voice go and get it because it will probably be gone if you wait don't you wait. have a great one and as always may the force be with you that's my line. You don't get to say it every week. Why not? Because I get to say it sometimes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.